0: In the know for Thursday, June 10, the 161st day of 2021. There are 204 days left in the year. Good morning, MV. Getting you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 103.9 The Moose. We are live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch. On YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, the country. President Biden, on his first international trip of his presidency, will tell you about that. Kentuckians ready for a bunch of restrictions and capacity limits to disappear tomorrow. We'll tell you about that, and we'll get all caught up. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, it's
1: speed.
0: Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Not I'm- much
0: Mach 9 rolling.
1: No. I'm not really. In the
0: last couple of days, uh, <laughs> and com- I'm
1: trying to get my devices to work. And,
0: yeah. So you're having problems with your devices yeah, this morning. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yesterday, we woke up to a uh, kitchen and utility room filled with water. So yeah. we had had a water breach at, at our at our yeah. home that uh, kind of spun us into a uh, what are we going to do? And you know, where do we how do, where do we go from here? And who do we call, et cetera. So uh, thankful for uh, good friends, colleagues, and uh, people willing to help out in a pinch. We yep. got uh, we got through it and still getting through it. We'll be kind of yep. wrapped up, I think, by the end of the day today. But had to be away suddenly yesterday as a result. So uh, those you know those 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 things happen around the house from time to time. You just never know quite when they're going to happen. So yesterday was our day. He's the five time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Moscow, Paris, and even big clifty. Hey hmm. Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning Sam. Morning Ralph. How you doing? I'm uh, good. How are you? Not too bad. We missed uh, something you might have enjoyed this morning here in our part of the country. Our our uh, fellow Americans over on the eastern seaboard, they got to see if they were up early enough the ring of fire solar eclipse today. Uh, the ring of fire solar eclipse 2021 happened this morning. It you might have been able to see it if you were up early enough in maybe the eastern portions of Kentucky, but because of the rain that we've been having since early on in the morning and the clouds, most of the country was deprived from the ability to see it, but uh, it's a kind of it's a 80% coverage of the sun, so it puts off a really defined, you know, when you get a total eclipse, it basically covers it up and you see nothing for a few minutes and then the shadow of the earth moves in front of it and you you know and you get you get the typical typical eclipse but this at its very focal point is a perfect ring around uh, around the outside which is an odd well it hasn't happened for a while it's not going to happen again for a while so today was kind of a day but you know most people missed it because it was just ugh, it's a, not a very good day weather-wise speaking of the weather We'll see some heavy downpours back into the weather conditions for the afternoon. We're going to see pockets of moderate rain today with thunderstorms able to produce some torrential rainfall throughout the the region broadly. We'll see a um I was looking at it on the hour by hour and it looks like that there's a pretty good chance of rain until tomorrow evening in the hour by hour. Um so you know that kind you, of
2: time of year kind of thing. You know? Yeah,
0: it's, it's almost like the the humidity of the week has soaked up so much moisture into the atmosphere that it will just dump it out. And as I was I was traveling well near the by the byway. And uh, Brandenburg Road just an hour or so ago. And I noticed as I looked off toward, you know, Tar Hill and off to the, the northeastern portions of, of the county, you could just see these little isolated downpours where it, you could say it's, it's raining really hard on Salt River Road, but it's not raining, you know, like if you, the, out at Mulberry Flats. And so this is, those are the types of conditions that we're having right now. And those conditions will continue until uh, the chance for those conditions until later on in the evening tomorrow. But officially, by the way, if you can get through to the first of the week, the first of the week looks pleasant. Mm -hmm. Uh, The weekend's going to be hot, but the first week of the week looks uh, cooler and certainly less humid thunderstorms rain chance 60% today a high of 83 we'll see some thunderstorms fading tonight fog will develop a low uh, a rain chance of 40% tonight 73 as the low and then scattered thunderstorms and a high of 87 for your Friday is what you can expect as I mentioned President Biden on his first international trip representing the United States of America during his presidency and he opened the first overseas trip of his term yesterday with a declaration that the United States is back I think most people around the world never missed us. They didn't know we were missing. I think he's just trying to reframe who we are and what we're what we're doing. But he's seeking to reassert the nation on the world stage instead of European allies deeply shaken. Uh, they they say deeply shaken by President Trump. He made his first stop with a visit of U.S. troops and their families at the Royal Air Force Mildenhall, where he laid out his mission for the trip. And shortly before he spoke, he also briefed uh, he, uh, people briefed on the matter that the Biden administration has brokered an agreement with Pfizer to purchase 500 million COVID-19 vaccines doses to uh, donated to 92 lower income countries in the African Union over the next year. I saw a map this morning of I saw a map this morning of COVID vaccinations in Africa, and there were two rather large company uh, countries who have not administered a single dose. And where if you look at the if you look at the American map and you 'll see they 're using red to signify vaccination levels, and there's there 's no red in africa it 's all you know, uh, I think they start with white as no vaccination, and then they work their way down to red from white and it 's really remarkable around the globe uh, while things are subsiding here there's still portions of the globe where they 're yeah, having I mean, a much harder time
2: My aunt is from lives in South Africa oh, yes. and she was in the states. Probably about a month ago, and she had to get her vaccine when she was here. She had to get the J&J because there was no option in South Africa to get right. one.
0: Going to be a limited – well, also had to get the single dose. Correct. Because she, she wouldn't for, be here long enough. She to, was
2: here for maybe, maybe a week, so yeah. she had to get the J&J
0: well another even on even on u s military bases around the globe they're still enforcing mask mandates at a greater level, including yesterday where the president was, because uh, they 've not been able it, it, it's just everybody 's mileage is is different around the globe for how they 've been able to take uh, to take this on also coming out of the presidential administration uh, news cycle yesterday, something of interest and you think, well, how does this impact me? It impacts you because of what it pay, what it cost you to fill up your vehicle at the pump. The Keystone pipeline has been canceled after President Biden had blocked the permit. He did it early on in his presidency. And then later on in the Trump presidency, they reopened the Keystone Pipeline, which is designed to take from Canada some oil and uh, uh, ship it down into Nebraska. And then that pipeline, I think a a lot of that pipeline is already uh, completed up through what I would call the spine, you know, like the Mississippi River spine of the United States and being able to deliver oil um, more easily and more effectively across the United States. And so you say, well, the world has plenty of oil. Why, why do we need more oil? Well, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not an economist, and I don't know everything about politics and, and markets, but it says to me that if you have a supply of oil, say at Anwar, or if Canada's willing to sell you a large amount of oil, and the world stage knows that you can get oil somewhere else, then they have to be a little more competitive and say, well, if they know you don't have any and you can only get it from them, then they can basically set whatever price they want for a barrel of oil, and that, in turn, drives up prices at the pump. And so the reason I mention it, uh, the, the the investors and the people who are operating the Keystone Pipeline. They just said it'd become such a hassle to try and fight that they finally just pulled the plug and they'll figure out a way to, to do an exit strategy and who knows, maybe they'll wait for the next Republican president and they might, you know, fire it up again. I don't know where the Keystone pipeline goes from there. But it does make me wonder they've clearly built this pipeline in certain places. It's just sitting there out in the middle of a field, not carrying anything. It's, it strikes me as uh, as odd. But a lot of jobs building the pipeline are now not possible. And, and it's one of the early rifts between Canada, uh, between Prime Minister Trudeau and President Biden's administration, because Canada obviously wants it. Canada wants to be able to sell the pipeline. Uh, the oil from their eastern sand fields to the United States. Uh, COVID 19 uh, levels closer to home. Uh, Governor Bashir reported yesterday 361 new coronavirus cases and 12 more virus related deaths yesterday, but a positivity rate of 2.06%. That's good. It's uh, yeah. hard to imagine that, you know, we, we've been in this. range for a long time. I remember when we were well above 10% for a period of time, but we've been just kind of hanging out in the 2% range. And could it possibly be that we go under 2% in the next few days on positivity rate? It would certainly be, be welcome news. Uh, We'll get back to COVID totals uh, in Grayson County more closely in just a moment. But another thing involving the Bashir administration today, as a lot of the restrictions, that were set forth, uh, whether their capacity, whether their limitations in general, apparently those are expiring tomorrow, and I'll be curious to know if we'll notice a difference. Uh, I was in a store yesterday that where the plexiglass had already been removed at the counter, which struck me as a little bit as odd because, I mean, I'm fine with the plexiglass being gone. But I know a lot of businesses had to go to so much trouble to have it put in place that now it makes me wonder, is it a good idea to have it? In, I, in in general?
2: Well, I love that there was a conversation about there's restaurants that created, like, the plexiglass almost pods mm-hmm. that you sit in. And they were bringing up the point of, it's kind of nice because it's like you're in your own little, like, your nook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I mean, the plexiglass blocking. I know if I was on the other side of the counter, I think I'd kind of want that. Plexiglass, just from in general.
0: Well, you know, sometimes if you go to a booth and you're at dinner and you've got, you know, you've got a uh, a youngster who's really basically uninterested <laughs> in what's going on at their table, and suddenly they they'd be more interested in being part of, mm-hmm. you know, your group and your gathering. That Plexiglass sort of makes that a little bit makes that a little bit harder. And then I also I still go back to when you look at what the flu levels were in twenty during this most recent flu season, you see how low they were. You you cannot come away with any conclusion other than we weren't in people's faces during right. that period of time that helped us, you know, save us and have a, I wouldn't even call it a mild flu season. We had no flu season uh, is what we had. So uh, also in Frankfurt today, uh, there, the Supreme Court is taking on a couple of cases involving Governor Bashir's powers to issue executive orders during time of an emergency, just trying to give you the most abbreviated version of this is uh, the legislature said you know it's not an emergency beyond a certain period of time and uh... separation of powers should dictate that you have to involve us and you didn't and so they crafted legislation and a resolution saying that he could or could not do certain things and so then he uh... he vetoed it and then they overrode his veto and then he filed a legal challenge and then uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron bypassed the Court of Appeals and just went straight to the Kentucky Supreme Court and said, we need you all to make heads or tails out of that. So they are they are covering that today in Frankfurt. So there will be some news on that. It won't make a hill of beans difference about COVID, the COVID-19 pandemic. What it will have some bearing on is what happens in the future if we find ourselves in the same or similar situations. And... Remember, I have said, I've maintained over the last year and a half, we're truly going to find out what our constitutions are worth, what, what our true rights are as a byproduct of what we've been through. So keep that in mind, and that'll probably be – they'll hear the arguments today, but I don't know when they'll give uh, an opinion or when we'll know more, but obviously we'll keep an eye on it. Very close to home, Grayson County's COVID-19 totals continue to remain low. And uh, yesterday, we got our first update from Grayson County Health Director Josh Embry since, I think, maybe the 2nd of June. And he reported only six new cases of the virus have been confirmed, raising the county's uh, COVID case count to 2,284. He said six patients are currently hospitalized. Interestingly enough, Webster County is the only county that's in red uh, presently. But and kind of using that as a cautionary tale that we can, you know, making poor decisions, we can go back the other direction, uh, unfortunately. But Hancock, Carlisle, Washington, McCreary, McGoffin, Lewis and Robertson counties have had zero new coronavirus cases reported over the last seven days. And I find that to be remarkable. Uh, Hopefully there are more and more uh, Grayson, uh, Kentucky counties, including Grayson, that will be part of that number. Also more good news, the Grayson County Senior Citizen Center will soon reopen after being closed since uh, March of 2020. The officials said the facility will reopen July 6th. Uh the senior citizen attendees will not be required to wear a mask, but there may be some who uh want to come that continue to wear a mask for their own personal reasons and that'll be fine if you choose to do that. Beginning July sixth, the center will be open from eight A. M. to two thirty Monday through Friday and the uh, meals program include those 60 and older the spouse of someone 60 and over a disabled son or daughter who lives with a person who is 60 and over anyway you can uh, they'll maintain their pickup meal service for a while you know kind of trying to to serve people where they're most needed during this blending of times and uh, but it's good to see
1: yeah that's great news things to mm. go
0: back to Some again
1: semblance of normal
0: yeah yeah you know we I, I I have also maintained you know here we are on the eve of tomorrow and what should be a milestone because even though a lot of people have already gone about their business and their routines now it sort of becomes official where most people are in agreement even even the governor that okay now you know we've we've weathered the storm and now now we can move on we knew there would never be a day, and tomorrow still won't be the day where you raise the you you wave the white flag and say it's okay to come out. Everything is over. Everything is back to exactly. You, there will. It's not like it was in twenty nineteen. Things have changed. Things have forever changed. But it's a big gate to travel through tomorrow that uh, we're looking forward to. Uh, at K one hundred five dot com today, you can read about uh, five uh, two Grayson County residents. Who were passed out in a vehicle and arrested on drug trafficking charges in Edmondson County. You can also read about a big drug bust at a Beaver Dam residence where five people were arrested earlier this week. That was uh, by the Beaver Dam Police Department, I believe. Also, you might need to know that Kentucky residents in 22 more Kentucky counties are eligible to seek disaster unemployment benefits. The new counties. Uh, the reason I mention it is because there are a couple of counties that are closer to us than uh, I might have imagined, but the counties are Anderson, Boyd, Clark, Fayette, Franklin, which is, you know, Frankfurt, uh, but the ones closer to home here include Warren County. I was a little bit surprised that Warren County would qualify for disaster I think unemployment. They, had
2: some, they had some pretty de- uh, big flooding. On the northern yes. portion yes, of the county, yeah, and so, so did Barron
0: County, so it was mm-hmm. a little bit surprising. maybe Barron County was already on the list no they, they weren 't that I see on the list there, so odd, but yes, I, you are correct, Sam. They did have a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of of flooding. A Kentucky man charged with murder in federal court after his state homicide conviction was pardoned by Governor Bevan will be released on bond pending trial. Uh, the u uh, s Magistrate Judge Hanley Ingram issued an order yesterday, allowing Patrick Baker to be placed in home incarceration with electronic monitoring of his whereabouts, despite any objection by prosecutors and uh, Federal prosecutors argued Baker would pose a potential threat to the community, including a twenty four hour uh, day lockdown at his fiance 's Frankfurt home, but that would sufficiently mitigate the evident danger risks this this uh, This story puzzles me period that I'm not saying that he – I I don't know know enough about the case to know whether the pardon was warranted. I know it was a controversial pardon. For them to file federal charges, as I said I think last week, they must feel like they have a very strong case. But then for them to give him home incarceration Mm -hmm. during this process struck me as – struck me as odd but uh, you know i know very little about the situation but we'll be continuing to follow and just as spring sports has wrapped up in the last few days for grayson county high school sam some of the winter and fall sports are doing their off off off-season workouts and activities including uh cougar boys basketball
2: yeah cougar boys basketball their first summer games this was tuesday so two days ago they split they beat Barron County 57-51, to which is a good sign because Barron County beat Grayson County when they played back in March. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a good sign. Yep. And then they lost to Greenwood, who's a really good team, at Greenwood on Tuesday. So they split their teams, their games, and they're playing today, I think, 5 o'clock at Muhlenberg. And then they're going to play Bowling Green, who is in the Elite Eight of the state, at 6.15 tonight. Right. So they're playing so, a big time summer schedule.
0: Busy summer, ramped up to like there's a two week period where they take a, a pause and yeah, kind of the, refresh. The dead, but dead period back on a back on a normal sports schedule, I guess. Though right, uh, I mean, what knock on wood? It, what it seems like not at this point, wood. that will be that will be welcome. We got to get to a break. When we come back, we'll tell you what we're celebrating today. Why you're paying higher prices for things, and plenty more. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is ballpoint pen day. They're certainly a handy tool to have. It'd be hard to live with a quill, a feather, and a ink quill. And ink you have weld. one in your pocket right now, don't you? Oh, I guess uh, no. It's sitting lane, in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually it's right in here. your pocket. Admit it. Yeah, it's where it stays. It's yeah. This is about the only time it's out of my pocket because <laughs> I you know, I need it to make quick notes. It is also Black Cow Day today.
1: Oh. I love black cows. Well,
0: you like black cows the animal, but you don't like black cows. Uh, black cow is a root beer float. Oh no, I do not and know. I don't like Ooh. I don't like Whoa. root beer. So.
2: It's classic American diner food.
0: Yeah, if you were I can have a float, maybe. I don't like floats that much, but certainly not a root beer one. But mm, if man, you were, you, missing out. You can have mine, Sam. Okay. I, 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 mine you too. can have my Diet Coke. I bequeath it to you. <laughs> but it is something that maybe, I know two of us can agree on, maybe you too, Sam. Ice Tea Day.
2: Big fan. Ice Tea. Uh, the drink, not the,
0: ice tea, the wrapper.
2: Uh, <laughs> the, the Brit in me prefers hot tea. Ah, I see. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I just, yeah. Tea is the world's second most popular beverage.
2: Yeah, that doesn't surprise I me. I can at all. see
0: that after water. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I mean that it doesn't goes water I mean, and then tea, because if you travel, you know, you travel all around, especially into Asia. You know, that's the difference for Asia. Is that Asia is not a coffee drinking uh, continent, and so just just by them being tea oriented makes a well, I mean, makes a big difference.
2: My before my grandfather passed away, every every afternoon they'd have tea time. Yeah. About, I think, 3 or 4 o'clock, they do that, and they eat, like, biscotti or some nuts or something along the lines of that. So They drink their
0: tea. I must admit, a lot of my life, when I would hear it's tea time, Mm -hmm. I would think, I thought, I I don't like tea. Like, give me something else. And then when I learned that at tea time, there was actually food.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've
0: completely been sleeping on tea time.
2: And biscottis are delicious. Yes,
0: right? they, they can be good. <laughs> Father's Day is a week from Sunday. For those of you that uh, don't realize it's sneaking up on you, I'm trying to give you as much advance notice as possible that Father's Day is a week from Sunday. And Yelp is giving away free decks to dads this Father's Day. Because we've had to stay home more and we're doing home remodeling projects, then there are more decks being built our neighbors are building a deck hmm. right now so it's a very popular thing for people to do so they you know stay closer to home they spend some time outside and they en- and they enjoy it but then at the same time i saw a story i think on cbs on monday mm-hmm that said lumber prices were up 250 percent yeah now i knew they were up but i finally found somebody that put an actual number on it they were up 250 percent partly because lumber mills had to go offline for a while and partly because we're all wanting lumber to build decks and to do remodeling projects and things and so it's a perfect it's kind of a perfect storm of situations that are impacting the price of of lumber so yelp said all right, we're going to select 10 dads from around the country, and we're going to give them a deck. So this, last year this deck wouldn't have been nearly as valuable as it is this year. So it's, uh, they said that their their overall increase of searches on Yelp, people looking for people that can construct decks at their home, up by 373%. See, it,
2: wow! It, when I think of Yelp, I just think of food. I, I forget that Yelp does so do I. Yeah. other reviews as well. Yeah. I just think of, you know, I'm going to a restaurant, let's check the Yelp reviews and go from there, but not how can I build a deck?
0: Yeah, Yelp did a good job of kind of cornering the restaurant mm-hmm. space, and then there are some of those others like Angie's List or mm-hmm. other entities that you think more of contractors and yeah. referrals, but really they're, well, they're they're in each other's lanes, I think. Now. Well,
2: I know that, like if you go look up, like on your iPhone, if you go search for a place to go, it usually always pops up, Yelp reviews of yeah. Any kind. So.
0: Auckland, New Zealand has been named the most livable city in the world. In case you're looking for a place to relocate, they finished number 1 just ahead of Osaka, Japan, Adelaide, Australia, Wellington, New Zealand, Tokyo, Perth, Zurich, Geneva, Melbourne, Brisbane, lots of Australia. Wow. In the top 10.
2: I've always I've heard New Zealand is awesome as far as a vacation trip.
0: Yeah, Auckland, and uh, it, it's very scenic, it's picturesque. Mm-hmm. Now, least livable cities. I don't know <laughs> what qualifies to make you in because you could go. Is
2: Morgantown on the list? I mean,
0: you could go. <laughs> they're probably not at the very last. But um, Damascus, Syria at 140 as listed as the least livable city. Lagos, Nigeria at 139. Uh, Tripoli, Libya was in the worst 10 Harare, Zimbabwe, Caracas, Venezuela is also in the worst 10. So yeah, Venezuela wouldn't be a very good place to, very good place to live. Also this headline, Chipotle has raised its prices to cover higher employee wages. That's a sign of things to come, whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's at most any fast food restaurant or slow food restaurant, you know, sit down restaurant that you go to, you're going to see an impact on the amount of wages that companies are having to pay, starting at the manufacturing level and following itself all the way through to warehouses, deliveries, stock clerks, you know, retail f- customer service associates. When you tack on this, you know tack on an increase all along the way and it's also not the type of thing that once Americans get to the point where they say well I'm earning uh, 14 dollars an hour because I took advantage of I, I took ad- advantage of an opportunity because this company was in such great demand that I got in at the right time you won't go backward you know, there won't be a period in your life where you say, okay, well, now I'm going to take a job that makes 12. Or what? What name your number. I took a job that makes 25. You're not going to go find a job that is 20. So when these things go up, they have a tendency to not come back down, and I still maintain it's kind of an end around to actually passing a federal minimum wage or even forcing states to pass a minimum wage. So very interesting. Beechnut will stop selling baby rice cereal after finding high arsenic levels. They have voluntarily recalled an infant rice cereal because the product exceeds the FDA's limit of 100 parts per billion of arsenic. The company also announced it would no longer sell baby rice cereal. The only recalled product at this time is Beechnut single grain rice. It's got a UPC code that ends in 4705, so I'm not going to give you the entire number, but if you're curious enough to look, the UPC code is 4705. Those are the last four digits of a long string. And the expiration date is 01 May of 22, if that helps you as well. Wow. Arsenic. Pass that along. Arsenic? Arsenic? Uh,
2: Arsenic? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Arsenic.
2: Yeah. That's what was in it, right? Yes. Arsenic, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Higher than acceptable it's levels, d-
2: of Well, arsenic.
1: and I fed it to Anna when she was a baby, so. Mm-hmm. She turned out okay.
2: I don't know ago. what a. I mean, what is an okay le- level of arsenic? I don't know. It just yeah. seems weird to me. I don't know. Uh,
0: as we, you know, tomorrow, uh, I said last segment that tomorrow is supposed to signify a a change in. Restrictions for a lot of businesses and a lot of companies. And I think some people have already found their new normal, but other people will be finding their new normal as things change and we get closer to one another. But a company is selling social distancing wristbands as a way for event attendees to signify how willing they are to engage In physical contact with others. I will give you a, for instance, in September, I will be helping host the KBA annual convention in Owensboro. And it will be the first mass gathering of the Kentucky Broadcasters Association since the pandemic. And we have had to consider, well, how do how do we you know how do we set this up? I would hope that by September everyone feels comfortable and confident that things are okay and we come back closer to normal. But there are people who have changed; they have modified their behavior. So how do we how do we know how people feel? That you can't you know maybe you shouldn't wear a sign, but would you wear a wristband? So this company proposes for events that a red band tells others that the wearer. Would still like to maintain distancing of six feet. Yellow means touching elbows is okay. And for people wearing green, it's okay to party like it's 2019. So would you do this?
2: I don't think it's a terrible idea. I'd be fine with pretty much a red one all all the time. Because I don't particularly...
1: I'm kind of with you. I'm
2: not a physical contact person, really. I mean, the, the elbows is good, you know, but... I've I'm been not,
1: vaccinated, uh, I have to, but I yeah. still wear a mask when I go places. So, yeah, I, I kind of like it.
2: I don't know. It, it It's one of those things. It's like the list of things that I just don't – it doesn't bother me as much. It's uh,
0: it's situational in this sense for me. The example that I just laid out to you is for people that while I know them professionally mm-hmm. and some of them I know personally, the vast majority of them I don't know personally. And I don't know we would be we would be professional colleagues, but we might not be quote fingers friends mm-hmm. So that's a little different than say, in this building being closer to one mm-hmm. another or at church where you know people better and you see them. and so I might be more willing to be closer to people at church. Mm-hmm. that's fair. But if I'm in a professional setting, a convention, a membership meeting, like I'd rather just kind of keep my distance because i'm just not i'm not sure but i don't know that i want to come to the point of having to wear a wristband and go okay i'm a yellow yeah i I don't i don't know that i want to do
2: and i don't really want to go through the what's what's what color is his wristband you know (laughs) (laughs) Or if you get close enough and you start to go in, you have the awkward where oh he's red, I can't touch you, and you got to kind of slowly slink away.
0: Yeah, or you hug somebody and then realize it was Uh, red, mm and you went, oh no, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have hugged that person. Mm -hmm. So I guess
2: it's like the the awkward where you go for the the high five and they leave you hanging. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you are a needle phobe, if one of the reasons you're anti-vaccine is because of some issue with needles. Scientists at the University of Queensland in Australia are coming up with a needle-free way to administer the COVID-19 vaccine. And, yes, that means it doesn't hurt. It is a patch, a vaccination patch, Hmm. and it has hundreds. It's about the size of a lady's compact, a little makeup compact that you wear it on your arm. Mm -hmm. And it has uh, a bunch, maybe hundreds of little micro projections it says so little teeny tiny needles that you wouldn't know are needles and it just gradually administers the vaccine to you and they say that it's going to be just as effective so that becomes an opportunity for you later wanted you know that it is a a possibility
2: well i know so. i've taken the flu vaccine a couple of times the the spray up the nose yeah. and i almost kind of preferred that uh, just because it's i mean it's you don't have to deal with the needles i don't necessarily dislike needles but if I don't have to have one. It's
0: you know. Yeah, they don't. They it doesn't. Don't, they don't bother me
2: at all. I mean, it. I'm not a. Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence.
0: Well, my entire life, you know, it was just line up. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that my <laughs> granddad would give a shot. You're gonna, you're gonna. There was not. I'm gonna have to give you a shot. It was just more. You're getting a shot if you need one and that type of mm-hmm. thing. So, but I do understand that it's a concern and a, you know, people. Some people are fearful of them, so maybe there will be another opportunity. This story struck uh, stuck out to me. A woman. Stuck over 7,000 pennies to her bathroom floor to give the room a makeover, but she might have glued down a rather expensive (laughs) coin. Jordan Darian shared the renovation project on her TikTok account where she explains that 7,700 coins went into the new floor. She glued each penny down onto the wood effect tiles that were already down before sealing the creation with $300 worth of glue. And she said that's seventy-seven dollars that no one can ever spend again. All right? She put it on the floor and then she glued over it. It's pretty. I mean, it, 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 I, it. I know
2: someone that's actually done this.
0: Yeah. There's a restaurant nearby that has their countertop that is is all pennies, and I think it's a very it's a very unique look. But one of the persons who was looking at her TikTok video noticed that there was one rather rare coin. That was in the lot of her 7,700. It's a 1943 copper alloy penny that in 1996 sold for $82,500. So.
2: I'd be uh, ripping up that floor. This, right?
0: She said $77 that no one can ever spend again. Maybe $82,500 <laughs> that no one can ever spend again. Would a collector still buy it? Like if you sawed out a section of that, would it still be valuable? <sighs> maybe. I don't have any idea. Maybe you get 50% idea, off. <laughs> I mean, <just>
2: 40000 <laughs> 40, still good with me. Close,
0: closely count your pennies before you glue them to the floor, I suppose. We must get to a break. We'll come back. i Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Note. Did you know in the United Kingdom, carousels rotate clockwise in North America, merry-go-rounds go go counterclockwise.
2: Wow. I've never paid that close attention. So
0: some of this goes back to the revolution. In fact, if you if you go to the United Kingdom or you go to Europe in general, you're going to find more horse races that run the opposite direction of what, for instance, the Kentucky Derby runs. Kentucky Derby runs counterclockwise. Horse racing in uh, the United Kingdom runs clockwise. So what's that mean? Well, thoroughbred horses in one country turn left and in one country they turn right. And so it doesn't make that bit uh, that much of a difference, but it is a difference. The reason is because there were things back when our country was born. We were so determined to thumb our nose at the king that we just did the opposite of whatever they were done in in Great Britain.
2: Even NASCAR. There's only one. There's only Mm -hmm. one NASCAR course that runs clockwise. Mm -hmm. Watkins Glen one of the road courses every other one i believe runs counterclockwise right
0: so it's uh yeah but uh, if you just look merry uh, merry go rounds carousels they do different things we were talking in the last segment about the wristbands to mm-hmm. indicate where you are on the social distancing spectrum and sam you said that uh you'd be all right with just wearing a red one all the time just mm-hmm. keep, keep your distance i'll be fine six feet's mm-hmm. good enough i can see you and uh i was thinking about a headline I saw today, relative to an interview that Howie Mandel has done with people. Howie Mandel is a no, is notorious for being a germaphobe, mm-hmm. and so he was worried about you know contact with people long before. I think President Obama is a little bit like that, and I think some
2: Trump is as well. Uh, I think President
0: Trump maybe was mm-hmm. a little bit like that too, and so I, I I get it and I understand, but it gave me a different perspective for the waters in which we've just sailed through where all of us had to be like, I'm pumping gas and still putting hand sanitizer on my hands. One, because it's there. I don't have to go in and use the restroom and get the gasoline smell, but it's just kind of become habit. So that's something that I've changed. Now, when I run out of the hand sanitizer that's in my vehicle, will I replace it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But for people who already had some level of phobia about germs or, human contact I can't imagine what it must have been like to be have that ratcheted up by three or four levels during a COVID-19 pandemic and it must have been zero fun is all I can imagine
1: well I think I have some level of germaphobe would you agree
0: I do think that when it comes
1: to our kids I, like yeah I mean I feel like I have some level I'm not extreme no wait but a minute
0: to, to clarify what you said not in contacting our kids. It's in what our kids contact. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So when You're, they touch yes. all the handrails or everything and then they put their hands to their face, that yeah. drives me crazy. That's an
0: extension of you not doing it so you don't want them to right. do it. Mm-hmm. But you don't have any problems with contact with them. No. You know, because no, not at all. people broadly will do things for their kids they would never do for you know any <laughs> anyone else. So that makes sense. The
2: hand sanitizer thing that you mentioned every single time I get in my car, I I put it on now. Do you? And I think it's going to be one of those things that, that that's oh yeah, that's staying.
0: I have uh, in the in the lavatory at the uh, here in our building. like When I go in there now, we have hand sanitizer uh, on one side. I know, it kind
2: of kind of bugs me, and we
0: have soap on the other. <laughs> and a lot of times, I'll go to the hand sanitizer first, and then I think I didn't want sanitizer; I wanted
2: soap. Well, see, and I think we have the same thing because left-handed. you know exactly yeah, we we're go, both left-handed. Get, I, left handed. It's just a habit to go yeah, to the that's left. That's what it is. So.
0: And I think you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we're the only two that are reporting you know, issues with yep. it. everybody else. Sure, has no. I'm
2: sure you haven't had any issues with this at all. No i problem. not.
0: Right? Yeah, As a right-handed person, you wouldn't.
1: I think Tanya is also a lefty, yeah, right?
2: We do have another lefty in the building. Uh,
0: Space Jam, a new legacy, a new trailer features LeBron James and the Toon Squad twist. We are now knowing uh, the, from the plot summary, the Lakers superstar sees his son. In the film, captured by Don Cheadle's evil character. And if James can't beat his goon squad, he won't get his kid back. And the fate of the toons, if they lose, they will be deleted from the server. So that's kind of how the plot of Space Jam, the reboot, is going. So that's out. Eventually the movie is coming out. I guess sometime later this month, maybe. I don't know when it's I've, coming out. I, mean, I'll,
2: I don't know that it'll be all go to a theater and watch it, but I'll, I'll find a way to watch it somehow.
0: It will be one of those things where... Uh, it will be at a minimum two years before I watch it. It, it will never. It'll eventually be on on a Saturday afternoon, and I'll say, "I've never seen this. I'll watch it." But I'm not going to go out of my way to. Now,
2: find do we know it. is somebody co- making a cover of the original Space Jam song?
0: That makes me wonder too. Because didn't they do
2: that with Ghostbusters? I think with they the did. reboot, yep. I think they had somebody cover it.
0: Also, the other LeBron James news today, and Sam, it might mean something to you. Uh, he's going back to number six. Uh, he picked up. Did he pick up twenty three as a tribute to Kobe? No, he's, no, he's been he twenty three yeah. at the Lakers. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, because Kobe wasn't twenty three. Kobe was what nine? twenty twenty four. Oh, he eight. was. Okay, <laughs> twenty four and eight was what Kobe was. So he's well. Anthony Davis had been. 23 throughout his career, but then when he went to the Lakers, LeBron had 23.
2: So he changed to three. So he
0: changed to three. He says he's staying at three, but LeBron is going to six. What do you make of any of this? Is there Why anything he, I'm not fi- that I don't know about this that I need he, to know?
2: He was 23 with ca- the Cavs when he first came into the league. When he went to the Heat, he tur- changed to number six. When he went back to the Cavs, he changed back to number 23. And then when he went to the Lakers, he stayed with number 23. So maybe he's trying to... Get back some of that magic that he had with the Heat when he was number six. I,
0: I, and most of us are saying, make up your mind. I, I yes, don't. <laughs> probably. Jersey
2: numbers are one thing that I just did. <laughs> you knew you.
0: And then this struck me as kind of odd. Uh, the Eyes of Tammy Faye. There's a new uh, film out. Jessica Chastain basically disappears and becomes Tammy Faye Baker in this new movie. We're getting a look at her. She looks like Tammy Faye. If you know what Tammy Faye Baker looks like, there she is. pretty much, new wow. movie coming to various platforms. You can find. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up for the morning. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today: What job would you be absolutely terrible at?
2: So many.
0: <laughs> Amen to that.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to
0: start try. with an accountant. <laughs> an accountant. All right. As, I'll some, be terrible with as that. someone who I know for a fact for a while did your father's taxes, that's somewhat concerning. Well, <laughs> well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> or at least gave it a, gave it a try. Maybe I it did was just more organization. It was more trying. gathering. Yeah, I yeah. guess it was a, a record keeping yes. idea more than an accounting of the yeah. issues. Sam,
2: anything art related? Any anything in that realm, or probably like a a kindergarten teacher.
1: Oh no, I'd be good at that.
2: Yeah, you you would. I I I don't know what I would potentially do to twenty five young kids.
0: I have a lengthy (laughs) list that I could probably come up with, but the first one that the easiest one for me to mention was school teacher. I would be a terrible school teacher. You know, and and that I have such an appreciation for what they have to endure. Uh, just, um, you know, a few weeks ago when we participated in the production of the high school graduation and I had to be more present for a series of hours where I was watching what teachers have to do and the interactions and the, and I just thought, Phew.
1: I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with you. However, you're good with, um, like middle schoolers, like that age group you're pretty good with, like young, younger teenagers. No, I
0: think fifth graders. Fifth graders and fourth graders, I think. Yeah.
2: See, for me, if I would ever teach, it'd have to be seniors in high school or college, and because then I—I I mean, pretty much, if you will tell them to shut up, they'll shut up. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know what I mean. And, and then you, you can be
1: working on a higher level, exactly,
2: kind yeah. of thing, and you can, yeah, you can be a little different towards them than you can be with a fourth grader,
0: maybe. Yeah, I just, uh, I just, yeah, I, I just know it just doesn't align with my natural skill set of what I want to do and who I want to Plus, be. It's not
2: the pro to doing a college professor. Is I'll never forget. I had a college professor that one Monday morning. He sent us an email and said, "I just got a bad case of the Mondays. No class." Yeah, it was like that's what I love about being a professor. Yeah, I'm
0: don't know. <laughs> i way too old school for that too. Uh, on ABC tonight, the real rebel, the Aaron Brockovich story, and on CMT, CMT campfire sessions. If you're Interested in watching that. Today's highlight in history this date in 1963, President Kennedy signed into law the Equal Pay Act of 1963. In 1922, Judy, Judy Garland was born. In 1971, President Nixon lifted a two decades old trade embargo on China. Um, by the way, if you, uh, I've watched the first episode of the new documentary on Apple TV, 1971. I think it's a uh, six to eight part series where they break it down music politics culture etc. Now I didn't grow up in the 70s. I was born in the 70s. So born being born in 71 I I identify more with the 80s cuz that's the decade of my adolescence, you know, and coming of age more than the, the 70s. So just seeing the first episode get, get though gave me a really good appreciation for the importance of the 70s decade which kind of gets overlooked. We think of the 60s and we think of, you know, Woodstock and we think of Vietnam and we think of the equal rights and with all that. And then we think of the 80s where, you know, technology started to change and but the 70s kind of gets overlooked. So I just at least enjoyed going back and looking at it on the landscape of where it fits into what we do. So if you're similar, don't be afraid to watch it. It's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I don't have Apple t- I don't have the Apple t- would Apple Plus, what's it called? Apple TV Plus. Apple TV yeah. Plus, yes. Yeah, I'm not. That's one of the ones I don't have.
0: Ray Charles passed away this date in 2004, and five years ago today, Muhammad Ali was laid to rest in his hometown of Louisville. Birthdays today, Football Hall of Famer Dan Fouts is 70. Gina mm. Gershon is 59. Elizabeth Hurley is 56. Country singer Lee Bryce is 42. Olympic gold medal figure skater Tara Laspinski is 39. And Sasha Obama is 20 today.
2: She's the youngest, I think, right?
0: I think that's right. I think it goes think Malia so. and Sasha. And I think because Malia is listed first, M- Malia is working for Netflix or somebody. Is she? Right? Yeah. I, didn't so, so,
2: so, I think she's like a year younger than me.
0: Is she? I think so. Uh, gone but not forgotten, Hattie McDaniel, born in 1895. Prince Philip, this would have been his 100th birthday. You know, he passed away back in uh, April. Prince Philip was born this date in 1921. I mentioned Judy Garland. Lionel Jeffries was born this date in 1926. Let's find a chart topper or two. We're kind of out of time, so we'll get maybe one. 1960, Anita Bryant, number one, with a song called Paper Roses.
2: Not familiar with this song. Nor am I. No, doesn't ring a bell. Who's it? Anita Bryant? Anita Bryant. I'm not sure I even heard of her.
0: Well, she had a number one song.
2: I mean, it's, it's not terrible.
0: Well, no, it's not terrible. <laughs> it doesn't, by virtue, make it good either.
2: Oh, this is a great one. 1969,
0: The Beatles and Get Back. I always thought, I never could decide if they were saying JoJo or Tojo.
2: Mm-hmm. See, back, I Tojo. We had Beatles rock band <laughs> growing up, the, the video game, and this was always my favorite to, to play. It came with a microphone too, so you could sing it.
1: So he's so just like growing up,
2: right? Yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure we had Beatles rock band at home.
2: Yeah. So just it's like, JoJo. Well, I mean, I was probably in—I <laughs> was probably, you know, a freshman in high school when this happened. So
0: yeah, we we had some Beatles songs on our rock band too. Yeah, And
2: yeah. yeah, we had a rock band that was just the Beatles.
0: Ah, only the Beatles. hmm 1978, Chuck Mangione, number one with "Feels So Good." one of those songs and you hear it you think I've heard this melody somewhere but you might not have any idea who was performing it
2: Chuck Mangione he was screaming it
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to that was in the 1970s so let's go to 1987 and Atlantic Star with Always 19- yeah.
2: oh, I was going to say, I love the style of music videos during that time. Just the the really, really slow crossfades. Yeah.
0: They were still finding their way. Uh-huh.
2: I the, just love how things have changed. The
0: music video genre in the 1980s, even in 1987 still. All right. Uh, Always Be My Baby, Mariah Carey in 96. We also had Will Smith Switch in 2005 from the movie Hitch. Is what that's featured in with Kevin James and John Legend. All of Me was number one seven years ago today. This date in twenty fourteen. MB's Prolo Wisdom for today: Three Grand Essentials to Happiness are something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. Three Grand Essentials to Happiness are something to do, something to love and something to hope for. MB's prolo Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B i MB, and now you're in the know.